0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is The Mark Hope Show. The Mark Hope Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment and lots of sin city surprises from inside the squared circle now let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host here is mark hoke oh yeah that's me (laughs) las vegas what's up i guess we can say that again kind of what's up what up wake the people
1: up let's go I'm awake now because you woke me up, yep. had me doing some stuff in the morning to get you up too, but we're not going to talk about that right now.
0: Hey, easy. <laughs> Good morning, Mark. Oh, my God. Welcome, everybody, to the Mark Hoke Show here on Kate on 101.5 FM. It is the talk of Las Vegas. And, you know, Las Vegas is the talk of the wrestling world right now. Yes, it is. We got it going on here, man. It's TNA. That's right. It's not impact anymore. It's TNA has invaded. Sin City, we can put Joel back on the screen. I was just going to introduce him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know.
1: <laughs> You're looking around a little bit lost there. I don't know. But uh, we can. No, I'm just joking. But can I say something before we get Joel on? Because obviously it's going to be a great show today. You already mentioned that. It's a great morning. It's a great Sunday morning. But you got to do us a favor, man. I'm running the YouTube. I'm running the Facebook. I'm in the comments today. If you guys have any questions for any of our guests today, Joel, myself, Mark, please drop a comment in there, drop a share. Let everyone know what it is you are tuned into
0: today. And we'll go from there, Mark. That's all i got to say, man. Let's get going. All right. Well, let's get Joel Pearl on the show. Joel, what's up?
2: Hey, how you doing?
0: Uh, we're very happy to have you here. Of course, Joel Pearl from Fightful. .com. Yes sir.
2: Yes. That is my outlet. That is where they put me. That is where I live. Fightful.com.
0: <laughs> we we they imported him from Canada to come down here. Of course, he does you know the Fightful overbooked, but he's um, Fightful's main TNA guy. You you know, you're going to have to not slip up and say Impact like I've tried to do three times already this morning.
2: Well, no, here's the thing about that. You can still call it Impact, but only on Thursdays when they air their TV cuz it's still TNA Impact live on on access or wherever you watch it but it's just tna wrestling now so for, for a guy who's been watching since inception of tna this is kind of okay i i had gotten used to saying impact but my brain is like oh i can call it tna again let's go so you know just take your time you, ease into it i know for some tna is a dirty word but they're getting there they, they made it a little less dirty last night
0: they did and you know it is it is interesting We're gonna we're gonna talk about that later on in the show about you know the rebranding and how All this came about in the history of TNA and where it's gone, where it was and where it's going. But you know, this was a wild night last night. You know, we were telling everybody for about six weeks, you needed to be down there for this thing. You had to get to this and was just about to sell out pretty close last night. Four title changes last night, four of them. It was crazy. Plus, there was a special, uh, you know, they promised a special signing and somebody was going to be popping in the door that we weren't ready for. And I will have to say I was was a little surprised, just a little bit, as the man formerly known as Dolph Ziggler, Nick Nemeth, came barreling in the door after Moose won the world championship. And surprise, surprise, TNA now has Nick Nemeth running around joel where how surprised were you at that so when i was doing
2: any sort of previewing for this show there were two names that came up one was was the aforementioned nick nemeth and the other one sorry, he's nick t nemeth by the way in tna The i guess the t stands for thunder if you're a lance storm guy uh and then the other person who came up was mustafa ali but ali was in texas for a booking. So that kind of negated him coming in unless they sent a video, which he would do later on for the New Japan Battle in the Valley show. We're not talking about that right now. So those were my two guys. And all the previews, you know, Nemeth was the guy. And I said there, was, there were two ways that this could go. One is you're happy about it. The other one is you're not. And you're not going to please 100% of the people with the big signing. There was no one big enough in some people's eyes. And Nemeth is a big signing. He's a main event WWE talent. And he has a lot of cachet that comes with him and a lot of fan support. So I was surprised and I was happy. And it's looking forward to it because Nemeth is everywhere right now. So it's going to be good.
1: What type of storyline do you think that they're going to create for him now that he's back and he's in wrestling right here with TNA?
2: I mean, they thrust him right into the main event. They had him come out after Moose won the uh, TNA World Championship from Alex Shelley. But tonight he faces uh, Zachary Wentz from the Rascals. So for all I know, they'll give him a tag partner and they'll set up something with the rascals just to get him eased into the TNA life. I don't know where they'll end up in the long term.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun to see what he does because you know there's there's no more sitting around for three months. Well, I mean, I guess with TNA you you do TV tapings, but it's it it's not going to be one of those things where he's going to get to wrestle a match, not get used for a long time, you know, and kind of hang out you know he's he's going to be in the picture now and i'm really happy for the guy because to me he was always that person that when he'd pop up you're like why haven't they been using him he's such a talented performer in the ring and you know could cut a promo there there was no reason i don't, I, I still never understood why vince didn't use him but you know it, i guess it is what it is yeah we got people uh firing into the chat box about, uh, you know, with everything that happened last night, uh, you know, some of the other title changes, you know, um, and want to say hi to, let's see if I can. Uh, Castellar that? Daniel Garcia. Yes. Welcome to the chat box. Greatly
1: appreciate you chiming in today.
2: AW yeah. superstar Daniel Garcia. Is that what we're talking about? I don't know. We got to find out.
0: But uh, Glad- Castellar Daniel Garcia. Like Glad- Could that be it? Glad Grace won. Of course, uh, Jordan Grace Knocking off Trinity last night for the Knockouts World Championship, so we have a new Knockouts champion. Of course, Trinity uh, appears to be headed back to WWE. So that took place last night. That uh, was good to see Alex Hammerstone, and I agree, it's about time. You know, we're it's going to be intriguing to see where that man ends up. I, I have, you know, of course, Hammerstone a big favorite around here was the uh, FSW champion. One of the independent, the, the main independent promotion here in Las Vegas, and uh, he was their longtime champion for, you know, gosh, I couldn't even tell you it was forever, um, you know. And also, same time for new feud, uh, new feuds, and to build new stars. Yeah, and I think it's a it's going to be a great fresh start for TNA, and you know, changing all these titles over. Was a little surprised about the knockout tag titles changing hands last night, Joel. I think you were too. I wasn't.
2: I wasn't. I was surprised to see Decay come back. They had a story coming into it that they were not Decay. They were Jessica and because she's sick, and Rosemary was Courtney Rush, which is her, her real name, and her other character. Uh, yeah, that was suddenly they became Decay, which rose to prominence in the Impact days, but now they're doing a TNA version of it. They won in a squash match against MK Ultra, which surprised a lot of people. But at the same time, this was a surprise match. And a dominant win for Decay. So I don't know. I I, I want to see how they tell the story of Decay coming back because the Undead Realm is still a TNA staple, and it's got to be in part of the storytelling of TNA and the knockouts.
0: Yeah, it's going to be very, uh, very interesting because because MK Ultra that team is just phenomenal, and you know, hey, well, I think we'll get a pretty good feud out of that too. There's going to be. Some very interesting stories coming out of this and we'll, you know, we'll break it down a little bit more as we go along. But of course, in just a little bit, we're going to be hearing from, well, one of the all time greats, Tommy Dreamer on the show. That's going to be a lot of fun. I got to sit down with Tommy earlier this week as he was getting ready to defend that TNA digital media championship. Unfortunately, did not go so well for him last night on the kickoff show. Not at all as crazy Steve took him out. And uh, a very unsanitary match, by the way. (laughs) Why? You don't like forks? No. (laughs) It it didn't have anything to do with the forks. You know, you're going to get forked every once in a while. Everybody does. But the the trash can that they used, there was trash in the trash can. Literal trash. But that's how you're supposed to do it.
2: If it's too empty, then, you know. What are we doing here? Someone, someone in the back had the best idea. I said, we said this live uh, when we were in the venue together. I said, someone at 1 a.m. texted the group chat and said, guys, guys, why is there never trash in the trash can? Let's put trash in the trash can. And it was perfect. Crazy Steve idea. would find that stuff. He would do that. It was good.
1: I don't it, want an empty trash can. I want stuff flying. I like that. Yeah, um, let's I agree go. with that. Let's get it going.
0: <laughs> yeah, because who wants to be rolling around in McDonald's garbage on the, in your ring? Dude, that's Big Mac sauce and stuff. No.
2: I mean, maybe it was Dreamer's Trash and he put it in there.
0: I don't know. I don't know, Joel. What do you guys I, think I, about this one? I think you're rationalizing. The Cheese It Champion song? Yeah, that was <laughs> That, <laughs> was, that was that was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. AJ Francis, of course, Top Dollar, uh, you might know him a little better as in WWE or the the worst bargainer from the uh most wanted treasure show on uh WWE, Ugh. came out and and oh God, oh I believe in Joe. I'll tell you what, just came out and cut a promo on him, and just named made him the Jesus champ. It was so bad, but it, I mean it was funny as hell. It, that that was one that might be one of my favorite promos videos of all time.
1: It's a nice belt though.
2: It was part of the it was part of the College Pro Bowl. Yeah. So it made perfect sense. I love it. They've used it. And like Joe Hendry is one of a kind. He is the type of guy who can come in and like do the song. And it always works. And it always gets over. And then you've got a guy like AJ Francis who comes in. And I love that he immediately healed on the crowd. He was the guy who just he just tore everyone apart, said, you're poor. I bought this time. Hendry was the right guy to come out and be the foil. I'm looking forward to the match because it, it's a it's an easy match to do, but like these are very entertaining people doing very entertaining things. And the song, my God, getting a, a doll to throw <laughs> over the ri- that's just ah Joe was, Hendry, please take your flowers. Uh-huh. And if
1: you haven't seen Abdal did posted on Twitter, he posted the picture of him holding the cheese belt at Campy World Stadium right before the bowl game. So it's pretty dope.
0: Yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. Well, we're gonna get a little more, a, well a lot more into what happened last night and. You know, the future of TNA and of course, some other things happening at, um, in the world of wrestling, uh, you know, some, including. You guys what were there, so on. I want to
1: hear a lot more about yeah, this because we the excitement will,
0: cause, from cause, you guys should be a lot higher this morning. Yeah. Well, it, it is. You know, <laughs> we're excited, but we're excited about tonight too because TNA Snake Eyes is coming up and we're going to get to see more of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Uh, so we're going to break down the card and everything else as we go through the show today. But first, we've got to hear from hardcore legend, Tommy Dreamer and I, you know, I cannot begin to tell how excited I was to get a chance to interview Tommy. And you know, this this is a just a blast for me to get to interview him. So when we come back, we're going to hear from Tommy. And uh, you know, keep the comments coming in the chat box. We certainly do appreciate it. We love hearing from you. And stick around. We got more with Joe Pearl. We got Jose Vellante, And I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us here on Kdom 101.5 FM, the Talk of Las Vegas. As we break down TNA Hard to Kill, Tommy Dreamer coming up. Stick around, everybody. We will be right back. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And let's get right back to it here on the Mark Hoke Show here on K Dawn, 1015 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Joe Pearl jamming out in there.
2: You know what? The, the, the song for this show, the opening sounds like bread fan. By it's made famous by Metallica on the Garage Inc soundtrack or his Garage Inc album. So every time I hear it, I just think I think Bread fan, and that was one of my favorite songs growing up. Well, I'm happy that it made you happy. Of course, you make me happy too, Mark. Oh, you too, Jose. You're fine.
1: Thank you, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, <laughs> see, we're having a good conversation before we got back on air. So see, I guess I did make them happy.
2: Now. That's true.
0: <laughs> well, we are all a pretty cool community, to say the least. That's all it is, man. best fun. Majority. Enjoy some yes. wrestling. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well. Let's not waste any more time with all the cute pleasantries, even though we're all pals. And let's get right down to it, because I know everybody is dying to hear this. So let's get down and talk to our good friend and hardcore legend, Tommy Dreamer. One of the true legends of professional wrestling. We are very excited to have him on the show today. And he's going to be in town here this weekend for TNA Hard to Kill and Snake Eyes at the Palms Casino Resort, tearing Las Vegas apart, and he's got a little business he's going to be taking care of, defending the TNA Digital Media Championship against Crazy Steve in a no-DQ match, which, of course, is right up his alley. We are very excited to have the man from the House of Hardcore, Tommy Dreamer, on the show.
3: Tommy, how are you, sir? I'm great. Thank you for that introduction. I appreciate it.
0: Oh absolutely. Well, Tommy, obviously the new TNA rebrand coming up here, switching from Impact Wrestling, and we've had a bunch of the team from TNA on the show and everyone is not just excited, but you can just feel like this is a almost a a rebirth. I mean, everyone is thrilled to death about this. What is your feeling about this new TNA changeover? I mean, you've had a few stints in
3: in TNA and Impact now. How are you feeling about this? Uh, It's a feeling of excitement. when, After Bound for Glory, when they revealed uh, the Marvel teaser, the video, and, and I saw adults jumping up and down once the TNA brand, those letters came back, people hugging each other. And I love to experience things live in the audience. Wrestling fans are like no other. And... It really made me realize a a lot of things, you know, for myself, a lot of people look at my career and ECW, a lot of people grew up on ECW and, you know, um, it's what I'll be most remembered for, but wrestlers and wrestling fans grew up on that. It was the alternative. Now ECW goes out of business. TNA comes in and it was a launching pad for so many wrestlers careers As well as there were so many fans that grew up watching TNA. And now there's so many wrestlers that were TNA kids that are now watching. And it's not like, hey, we're going retro. We're going uh, a rebranding and moving forward. It's acknowledging the past, but moving forward to the future. And it has a lot of excitement. I mean, you know, Vegas has a lot of stuff going on, but, you know, I love Vegas, but not for. The reasons that most people love Vegas for. I love it for wrestling. It's been a diehard wrestling town for a long, long time. It doesn't get that notoriety. And I know every time when we used to go to Sam's town, I used to love wrestling there. It was always packed, great, passionate wrestling fans. And now we're moving to a bigger venue in in the Palms. We opened up more seats. Both nights are going to be really, really great. But there is a lot of excitement because the wrestling business is exciting right now. I mean, it harkens back, and I've been through a lot of changes in the industry, but to, like, I would say, one of the golden ages of wrestling and television was, you know, the Monday Night Wars. Now there's not really wars. There's, okay, this night is for you. This night is for you, and Saturday and Sunday will be for us in in TNA, because, you know, wrestling fans, when they know there's good wrestling, they come out and see it.
0: Have you seen an era in wrestling quite like this? No. I mean, it, I mean, this is amazing how many opportunities are out there and just what is happening all over the wrestling community from the largest companies down to the indies. It's been pretty phenomenal.
3: Yeah. I mean, listen, I grew up, I'm 52. I grew up in the age of the territories, and I watched everything. And then, you know, here comes my career. There really, the territory started dying, and there was only real three places to go and make a living and that was wcw ecw and wwe and then kind of the bubble burst and then there was just wwe and then tna started and then tna kept on going and then here came ring of honor but that wasn't really a place that you can make a great great living and then they finally blew up and, and you know the pandemic hit it was a scary time for every business and then coming out of the pandemic, if you think about it, the, the beauty of pro wrestling and the beauty of TNA. TNA was the first company to produce live television, new content in the world <laughs> like nobody else was doing it because we were had all these uncertainties. We This company never stopped when WWE started letting people go during the pandemic. Impact slash TNA started hiring them. And it was just an uncertain time, but a lot of really, really good business as well as good faith with the wrestling fans. Because for a long time, you know, TNA, under a different management, let the fans down. And now this has been on a a great streak and the fans have just been supporting professional wrestling. WWE is doing phenomenal business. AEW is doing great business. So is TNA. New Japan is doing good business and it gives you to me like what i grew up loving options to watch and i never hated one wrestling organization or or disliked another i love them all and this is the era that i get to see and so many men and women and, you know and i'm not just talking wrestlers behind the scenes everybody is is producing great quality television and employing so many different people uh, it, it's an amazing time in the industry. I truly, I love it. And if you think about it, you know how the industry grows. Everybody wants this thing called content. And that content that's been around since day one of television has always been professional wrestling. What is making TNA special right now? Not just to the fans, but
0: but to all of you, because it seems to me when I talk to the talent that there's, there's a special place in the heart for everybody. You know, you, yeah. you all seem really close we and are. there's something really, I don't know. It's like an emotional bond that you all have back there. What, what is causing that?
3: Uh, there's a lot of things I feel. One, it was kind of our mentality in ECW where, hey, let WCW, let WWE do their own thing. We're the island of misfit toys and, and- we're all happy together. And we had a very, very team mentality. Um, I've worked every place, and a lot of it was more so an individual mentality. But we have amassed a great team, and that team goes out there. And, you know, if somebody gets hurt, it's like a football team. Everyone, like, rushes to the scene, uh, drops to a knee, wants to see what's going on, wants to help. You'll be okay. It's an uplifting locker room. Uh, you know, for me, bottom line, wrestling should always be fun and positive. And I kind of try to instill that. It's leading by example as well as like, hey, we are a team, we have our backs up against the wall, but we're gonna keep on thriving. And if this is a place that you want to use as a I don't know, rebrand yourself or a place to um heal a perfect example deanna perazzo deanna perazzo came to impact her words a broken woman and she was discarded by WWE and people behind the scenes as well as her uh, opponents her people that she shared locker rooms with we lifted her up and she became the best version of herself and she was there for the longest time uh, i think it was 5 years and now it was the best five years. And now she moved on in her career. Awesome. You didn't see any hatred towards her for leaving impact. Everybody from impact slash TNA was happy for her. And, you know, then there's also this coming weekend. There's a lot of free agents out there. There's a lot of people who are going to be coming to TNA and their careers are going to, you know, take a different turn and, and it's going to be awesome. Another perfect example is Trinity. Trinity had such self doubt. These are her words, not mine, in interviews and stopped liking wrestling and doubting herself. And she's been one of the most dominating, and she's a star. She's been one of the most dominating females ever since she came to Impact Wrestling. And you just look at her and, you're like, how did you not see that in her? Cool. But that's been the nature of the business. I remember how many times I have the letter in my uh, photo album when WWE said, uh, we're not interested in your services. And then I also remember when WWE offered me a job and I turned them down. Or, hey, WCW let go of Steve Austin. I think his career turned out good for him. It's what other people see in you, uh, which is great. And that comes with variety. And, and, you know, for this weekend, another great example, Okada. Okada had such a bad taste in his mouth for TNA from the old regime that he just said he hated it. And then he realized like, Hey, Scott Demore has been making a difference. He has love and respect for Scott and he's, he's come back. And I mean, that's a big deal. Um, Alex Hammerstone being a free agent. And then, you know, Josh Alexander saying, Hey, you want to come and wrestle me at one of the biggest shows? It. Think about Josh Alexander's weekend. He has Alex Hammerstone the first night and uh, Will Ospreay the second night. And Will Osprey versus Josh Alexander is one of my favorite matches I've ever seen. And now I get to see it again. Uh, so there's just so many different it, – it's a variety. It really and truly is. But, yes, that team effort, there's pride. And we should all take pride in what we do and we, we work. But it, we all kind of try to lift each other up. Um, except for Moose. Nobody likes Moose. I don't like Moose. I know that that happens but yeah we're on with Tommy Dreamer and you talked
0: about the positivity and and it was funny I just had asked Chris Van Vliet about that on Sunday and how do you maintain that positivity of course you know you do busted open radio and we do our show here and a lot of times that negativity comes up a lot when we're talking about professional wrestling how do you bring that positivity out and keep talking about it when Everybody else out there seems to want to bring up the negative all the
3: time, uh, man, because that's human nature. I mean, I, I don't I don't watch the news because it's there's a lot of bad stories. Um, My mom, I lost her last year and my mom, a lot of times would be like, can you believe this? Can you believe that all this stuff? And she'd be like, this person died. This person died. And then I was like, ma, how many people were born? How many lives and then, you know, she started trying to be more positive and she used to write uh, in the town that, you know, she lived. She still worked up until she was 83 and uh, she would write birth certificates and she'd be like, I, fu- I, f- I wrote uh 15 birth certificates today because it had to be handwritten. It's a weird law in the town that she lived in. But I was like, those are the positive things. You know, everyone wants to talk about the bad things that people do, but there's also a lot of good things that you know people and wrestling do i've also been able to experience that i've been able to experience that firsthand where people have told me their stories and how wrestling either myself ecw or just wrestling has helped change their life for me wearing this you know um being 52 years old and and having a title like i said 2023 three was one of the hardest years of my life i lost my mom I put my career on the line against a very, very talented wrestler, Kenny King, and um, I was willing to step away if I lost just because of my mindset and just like, hey, man, I've done it all. And if this is how I have to go out, I'll go out. And I wasn't in the best place, but it was where I wrestled. It was the place I first saw the show with uh, first time I ever saw a live event with my father. And, you know, now my daughters were there. And man, when I won that title, it was one of the, I know it'll be when I say goodbye to earth, when I pass away, Um, it'll be a moment that flashes back in my head. I was surrounded by love and people like friends, family, fans, my daughters were crying and like cheering for their father. And uh, it was an awesome, awesome moment. And it's a moment caught in time for me. But for that crowd, it was just like, wow, the local kid still did good. And I'm, you know, I'm not a kid, but to win that title in that town, uh, it meant everything. And it gave me hope. And I always say life is just like pro wrestling. You're going to get knocked down a lot, but you got to keep on getting up and keep on fighting. Um, there there's been so many instances of stuff like that to stay positive. We're not, uh, splitting the atom here. We're not curing diseases. We're professional wrestling, um, I learned it through Vince McMahon right after 9-11. Um, he came to us in a time where we we're all scared, and he said, it's our job to put smiles on people's faces and help the world heal. We were the first, wrestling was the first live gathering after 9-11, another historic thing that wrestling has done. And like, I got my first feel of patriotism when he said those words. And I also understood the job. And, you know, you you see it and you experience it when you experience stuff live like that. It it is. It's life changing. Or when people tell you stories about, hey, uh, I have a really good friend. I listened to Busted Open every day when I was going through chemo. I didn't know if I was going to live. But you guys made me laugh when I was sick. You guys talked about wrestling that I'm interested in when I didn't think I was interested in anything. I mean, those are real life things It's that are so powerful. So that's kind of why I chose this. And like, you know, I said for however long I hold this title, but whatever my platforms are, I'm going to use it for good. If, you know, uh, you go down that deep Instagram feed, it's weird and it's it's troublesome. But people do stuff for clicks and views as opposed to like real stories. And I've experienced a lot of real stories and a lot of greatness in people. And it's all through wrestling.
0: Wow. I'll tell you what, if you are not excited to see Tommy and the TNA team after <laughs> that, I don't know what to tell you. But well, Tommy, you. I am going to give you one shot to tell everybody a little bit about what's going to be happening this weekend. Sell this thing because I'm going to be there and I hope everybody else is too. Tell them about Hard to Kill and Snake Eyes
3: coming up this weekend. If there's any been ever been somebody who's uh, been hard to kill, it's Tommy Dreamer. They've been trying to end my career probably since about 1995 with a guy named Raven. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love this business. I love entertaining. I love fighting. My match is not going to be uh, a great wrestling match. I'm sorry it's not going to be. My match is going to be a fight. My match is going to be a violent war. The guy I'm wrestling, uh, he's very, very talented. His name is Crazy Steve. He's also blind. He sees shapes where he's going to see 288 pounds of a shape coming at him. He stabbed me with a fork in my back for real. That hurts. Sadly, I've been stabbed way too many times in my life. He's talked uh, about my daughters. He's talked a lot of personal stuff. We were friends. All he had to do was ask me for a title shot. Um, When you talk, you're going to see a violent match when you're seeing me wrestle. I'm going to bust out the old innovator of violence. And I don't know how many more of those I got left in me, but I leave everything out on the table when uh, I do. And then after my match, you're going to see a whole lot of great wrestling and a lot of great wrestling matches. There's so many talented men and women. Uh, Wrestling is special, and I hope you're all there to see it live. There's going to be some great surprises, but most importantly, you're going to go home with smiles on your faces, and you're going to be like, wow, I got to put the real world away for a couple of hours, and I just really enjoyed what I saw from a bunch of hardworking men and women.
0: All right. Well, it's Tommy Dreamer, everybody. Make sure you guys catch it Hard to kill this weekend. That's going to be, of course, Saturday at the Palms. Make sure you get down there, 4 o'clock. And, of course, the main pay-per-view at 5 p.m. And then Snake Eyes coming up on Sunday. And, of course, catch that all on pay-per-view in the TNA Plus app. Tommy, thank you so much for coming on the show. We do appreciate it. And it was an honor to meet you, sir.
3: Thank you. to See you uh, on Saturday. You got it.
0: All right. There you go, Tommy Dreamer that was fun guys I I cannot begin to tell you how much I enjoyed doing that interview with Tommy
2: I love Tommy dreamer he he's I, I get that a lot of people in wrestling kind of make fun of him and, and and that's by the way like in the ring and out of the ring and Tommy will always take it but Tommy will always give it back and not just that he's such a he's a, a lover of wrestling he's a historian he's got great stories he's never afraid to speak his mind like there's just something about Tommy dreamer that He pulls you in every single time he opens his mouth. It's pretty special.
1: You know what I took away from that whole conversation that you had with him, the biggest thing, out of everything that he said, which he said a lot of good stuff, but he didn't bash any organization at all, any outlet. He basically praised wrestling in general as a whole, no matter where you're at, AEW, TNA, WWE, whatever it may be. He praised everyone, praising Vince McMahon and talking about how wrestling was the first outlet for people after 9-11 and just after tragedies, how wrestling brought people together. You and I were having the conversation earlier. I look back at older wrestlers that are now back in the, in the scene, which allows me to create that storyline for myself again and learn more about these newer wrestlers that are there because of these previous guys. So I like a lot about what Tommy said. That was a great interview between you and him, Mark. Good stuff there, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the thing for me is, you know, having been watching wrestling for jeez, I hate to say it, 40 years. No wrong with that. You know, it's you know, Tommy's one of those guys that has gone through that there's been a thread through a, you know 30 plus years of that. Yep. And and the things that he's seen and been a part of is just unbelievable. And you know, this era of wrestling, I don't know if people really you know that especially younger fans understand just how incredible this time is right now because man wrestling has been in some weird places over the years you know from the you, know, you had the territory days and you know and things just you know after wcw went poof you know how everything just kind of fell apart and you know we were just all watching wwe and you know even even up to just a few years ago, like when I first started doing the show a few you know, a few years ago, you know, I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, thank God, AEW came along because you know, WWE was just for a while, to be frank, was kind of boring me. And you know, I, I was watching Ring of Honor. I was like, "Thank God, Ring of Honor was on," because I was like, "Yeah." You know, so, so this time is is special, and you can tell the guys at TNA and, and you know Impact kind of start pulling themselves back out, and now TNA is. And they're serious about what they're doing. There's no doubt about it.
2: That's what the original TNA was post WCW, right? That was that was the Jarrett's trying to find the alternative for WCW fans who were not interested in the WWE product to come over and watch wrestling in a different format and a different presentation. And did it work all the time? No. But they also, you know, did a nine ninety nine pay-per-view weekly. Eventually they went over to Fox, Fox Sports and then eventually they went over and, and started getting more TV deals and Impact, Impact and TNA have had such a weird and amazing life so far. There's a reason why that show last night was called Hard to Kill. And it's been called that thing since 2019. The company has had its its obituary written about it years and years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago. People have tried to write off TNA, but they've always been an alternative. And they've always been their own company. Ring of Honor, you just mentioned. Well, it's been purchased by Tony Khan, so now it's an AEW subsidiary. It's going to be presented in the mind of Tony Khan. WWE is WWE. And then TNA has always been presented as an alternative. And, yeah, there have been regime changes, and I would argue that this is probably the best regime that they've had in God knows how long, easily, you know, five, ten years. They were, and, again, they were writing the obituaries, but now – People are speaking differently about this company. This is a company, TNA Wrestling, that continues to find new avenues uh, to work with talent. We saw that you know, they bring out Dorian Roldan from AAA and they renew their partnership and they're going to have more luchadors on their programming. And, of course, in Impact, the joke was, what does a Luchador do in Impact? They lose. But now, (laughs) (laughs) it's true. There's one time in the last two years, that I can tell you, Luchador was winning a match, and that was the six-man tag that they taped in Chicago after bound for glory. And the only reason they won was because Conan was there, but because than- <laughs> and because who was- Guerrero was also in the match. But anyway, the point being here now there's an opportunity for TNA and for tiplea to continue the the work they've been doing under the TNA banner. And I think that is so important. The partnerships and the relationships that grow in wrestling it- are so important because it's no longer a monopoly. It's no longer one company. It is important to see diverse stars and diverse opinions in wrestling and that's again going back to tommy in that interview that's why i like tommy because he just speaks openly and honestly about what's going on in wrestling and his opinion about it because he's experienced so much of it
1: Would you say that, I would say wrestling is more like a league more than anything now because all the companies, anybody can go anywhere at any any given time at this point now, right? And it's grown so much more than it was before. Like you guys were mentioning, normally it was just WWE, WCW, but now you have all these different outlets and guys and girls moving back and forth. I think it's just great for the sport of wrestling in general.
2: It brings it back to territory days, and I think that's really cool. It's just going to bring people back to working different territories and getting different experiences, and that's great.
0: Definitely. All right, and we got to get a break in, and uh, we could be waxing poetic forever, but I, <laughs> I I do have to get a break in, and and we'll continue our discussion about everything going on in pro wrestling and TNA, hard to kill, and just uh, you know some other stuff. So speaking of forever, I do want to talk a little bit about what went on with Sting this week because he tried to act like he was twenty years old old again <laughs> this week. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, he is something else. So stick around, everybody. We're having a great time here on the Mark Hoke Show. Just heard from Tommy Dreamer, Joel Pearl from Fightful.com sitting in, having a great time with him, Jose Vellante, I'm Mark Hoke here on K KDON, 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Streaming on that Odyssey app, download that. You can hear us, all the great shows on K Don, and, of course, well, pretty much everywhere. It's an awesome app. Get that on your phone right now or, you know, whatever you want. Worldwide. Yeah, so stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. 101.5 FM, Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. All right, let's get back to it here on The Mark Hoke Show on KDON, 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas streaming live on that Odyssey app all across the planet and maybe further worldwide mr worldwide yeah well you know we are the best in the universe best in the biz no no offense to joel and his partner jeremy lambert <laughs>
2: yeah seriously good lord
0: straight just throwing them underneath the bus Sorry, like that.
2: it's okay we we do our best
0: hey but just I mean, remember you, guys though, are, you guys are pretty darn good though too
2: well thank you both of us are awful at taking any sort of uh any sort of praise so i'll take it for both jeremy and myself
1: <laughs> take it when it's given man take your flowers when they give
0: them to you now just, just need a little more mark hoke on that show and you guys be our all right see go. how we did that there
2: I do.
1: Yeah. How about this? I mean, I'm not going to speak for for Joel, but only if you wear that shirt, you can be back on the show. How about that? <laughs> Sorry, guys, inside joke there, but I just brought... want to say one thing real quick to all the listeners: if you're listening, but say you want to watch, we are on YouTube, the Mark Holt Show. We are on Facebook, the Mark Holt Show, and we are on Twitter and Twitch as well. Drop your comments. Or actually, no we're just
0: we're just uh, we're just on Facebook and uh, YouTube. today. Oh, what happened? I saw, oh, I'm looking at it. On, I, I thought it. it was on Twitter. I was looking no, at
1: Twitter. Just, no, I just got the,
0: I just put them on the two today. Okay, so there you go. But I'm, we can still be experimenting the comments, a little bit.
1: So, in other words, if you want to see what we look like, you can definitely hop on those. If not, if you don't want to see us and just listen to us, 101.5 FMK. No. Joel's a handsome man. He's looking good
2: today. Stop. Stop. I've been wearing the same clothes for three days, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm smelling. No, I'm just K- kidding. I'm that. just kidding. Wow. K- just kidding. That. I'm, I'm not really, yeah, I just assume. No, not at all.
1: It's Vegas. That happens, though, right? Sometimes. That's you know, true. That's one true. wardrobe is all you need. Just yeah. One.
0: yeah. Yeah. But, of course, uh, now tonight coming up, um, We I want to make sure we mention it before we get out of here for the first hour is TNA Snake Eyes which is the TV tapings we've got no idea other than a couple matches well actually Joel's got a pretty decent idea of some of the stuff that's happening tonight but tonight man Osprey and Okada plus a whole ton of other great wrestlers are going to be on this show tonight Joel. Tell everybody a little bit about what's going to be going on and and why they should be getting down to this this show at the Palms. It's going to be unreal. So the way that we set up this
2: TNA rebrand and the return was this is basically a super indie card put together. And the stories. They're not necessarily there yet for TNA. They will be when they do their tapings in Orlando next weekend. Instead, what they're doing here, they're celebrating wrestling. You mentioned Kazushika Okada, who's had a tumultuous relationship with TNA wrestling. He was brought in back in the day and he was just, he had a miserable experience. Did Okada. So next thing you know, He's out. He, he leaves TNA. He comes back now. This is a big opportunity for him to kind of make his way back into the into the fold. He's got a six-man tag. That'll be a main event. You've got Will Ospreay coming back. He's on his way to AEW. Had his last match against Okada last night in a singles uh, for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And so his last singles match was for New Japan last night against Okada. He lost. Now he's going to face Josh Alexander. Their second round in Impact. And here we are in TNA.
1: Joel, that's a commercial. I know you're not used to those, but we got to take one.
2: What? Well, we're going to break. That's what I'm saying. That? What is this?
1: See, Joe, Joe. doesn't know what these are. Okay, he's yeah. he's, he's ready for the two hours straight. <laughs> I do live, though. so you two know hours, I mean? pal. Yeah, hey, you want to be on his show, Mark? You hey, got to get used to no commercials. Right. Hey,
0: I have done that many, many times. <laughs> don't even. I was telling Joel about my worst broadcasting story of 15 hours. Oh,
2: that's right. You so, got a filibuster with me,
0: Mark. So don't even don't even talk to me about that. <laughs> Of course, we're going to have more with Joel Pearl. We're going to stick around for hour number two, Jose Vellante. I'm Mark Hoke. Having a terrific time breaking down, and uh, we're going to break down more on TNA Hard to Kill. We got Snake Eyes tonight. Get your tickets. Get down there. And more from the world of wrestling. We will be right back. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show.